Listen up, Gotham. This is Batman. Tune into the Bat Fanatic podcast with Sammy Warmhands. And if you don't, I'll be coming for you. Hey, everybody, it's the Dark Knight of Rap, Sammy Warmhands, and this is the Bat Fanatic podcast. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm up late tonight perusing eBay looking for comics because next month we're going to Emerald City Comic Con to meet Jim Lee. We're going to talk about one of his titles today, but first I got to shout out our sponsor, Radar Toys. You can go to radartoys.com, get free shipping in the US, and then save 10% using the code BAT. Fan Pod. That's B A T F A N P O D. Now, we're going to get into a divisive one, a bit of a debatable, contested Frank Miller and Jim Lee All Star Batman and Robin. Wow. I got the laughing out of my system, I think. I, <laughs> I feel like really, I'm just going to randomly laugh during this for no reason. <laughs> just as a callback to the last episode. Evan, shut up. Oh, man. Okay. All-Star Batman and Robin. This is around 2005 to 2008. It's kind of the length of that run. Written by Frank Miller. Penciled by Jim Lee. Inked by Scott Williams. Colored by Alex Sinclair. Who lettered it? Uh, you know what? I stopped writing at that point. Okay. I think I might be, um, to comic fans, I might be a piece of shit because I've yet to mention a letterer. It doesn't generally occur to me as I'm like, oh, who did all the things? Um, yeah, no, I mean, it doesn't really occur to me either. should just give them all credit. Yeah, I guess I'm a bad person. So What's whoever this all-star line? lettered this can send me anthrax it- in the mail or something. <laughs> This is going for like the lo- it's like the longest title of any comic. And Robin the Boy Wonder. Well, it was like, another as they're constantly doing reboots and reimaginings. They did it with Superman first, or at the same time, and then they did it with this also. But it took forever. There were a bunch of like delays and. Mm. Well, and also they've more recently. I think they did one with Scott Snyder. It was like another All Star Batman series. All-Star Batman, yeah. I think it's just like, you know, uh. uh uh, what if this famous writer and this famous artist teamed up together? I think that's more the premise of it. In uh, this All-Star Batman, we pretend the other All-Star Batman <laughs> doesn't exist. <laughs> so in this one, the general jumping off point is Bruce takes Vicky Vale, a smoking hot Vicky Vale, to the circus on a bizarre choice for a first date. <laughs> and the Flying Graysons are appearing, of course, in which they are shot dead in front of Dick Grayson right there on stage in front of everybody. Seems like a bad omen for your relationship. <laughs> yeah, right. And then... I don't think we should do this. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting because it has sort of a uh, Batman Forever quality about that scene. I it, knew there was something it, I liked about it. <laughs> vanishes, you know, when shit goes down and, you know, they... It also actually reminded me of, not to get ahead of myself with my notes here, but Robin's Reckoning from the animated series, which was Robin's origin story in that. And uh, yeah, I thought, to me, I, I, I don't always need a Bat Family story. That's not the thing I love most about Batman. But I really do like a well-written Robin story, and it's nice to be able to dive into that character once in a while. And I think he has a, a very tragic, universally appealing 
It's just the same origin as story, just like slightly skewed, but mm-hmm. basically Circus the same thing. stuff. Yeah. yeah, and so I, yeah, I, I really like it. I mean, so, sometimes I know like the famous actors and stuff. Keaton and Bale have said they would never do a movie with a Robin in it, and because they have no imagination. You know, that's fine. They're I mean, if talentless you, slobs. <laughs> yeah, what about Kilmer <laughs> Clooney? Though, if you're not familiar with the source material, you know, I I get why your impression of that is Adam West and Burt Ward and Super Friends and you know, very cartoony, silly elf shoes and R- no tights. Yeah, exactly. Some Peter Pan's. But you know, for me and and people of our age anyway i'm 34 i i just turned had, 24 too. <laughs> yeah, yeah i had those things as as a child but i also the robin books that i read were when tim drake's first stories come, came out you know the chuck dixon stuff and so i always think of that version which is a much more grounded realistic character you know and so e- even the stuff they did on the animated series there are times where it gets silly mm-hmm. but the way that they portrayed Dick in there, I thought was for the most part pretty accurate. I mean, that when when they when they dive into him, other times he's just kind of there. But I'm glad that I came to it the, the era that I did mm-hmm. because it gives you an appreciation for that. Whereas if you came from a certain time and all you saw was the ridiculous stuff and that's what you were introduced to, then I wouldn't like that character either. Mm-hmm. You know? well, in the same way that Batman, <clears throat> nothing about Batman really should be special. He is just a dude. Yeah, but a good writer takes this guy and convinces you that he would be the best at all these things. Mm-hmm. So I think it's the same with Robin that this is a person that that guy, the guy who's the best at everything, chose to be his protege to make into someone like him able to do anything. Mm-hmm. And giving him the whole gymnast background right off the bat, I think, makes for a compelling reason why you know, he could do any of that stuff. Yeah, 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 you could justify that in your head easily, going like, "Oh, you're watching this kid do flips through the air and all this crazy shit." prior to anything happening to him. This is his fucking normal life. And yeah. so they even established that this one is a black belt at age nine. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nonsense. It's definitely a thing for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that happens all the time. Did you mentioned Frank Miller wrote this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He sure did. <laughs> Frank is an odd one to me because I remember when I first started like really reading comics again as an adult, you know, probably 12 or 15 years ago, pick up year one and so masterfully done, you know, and then you pick up the sequels and man, I I I reread those. You're talking uh, about Dark Knight Returns sequels. Yeah, yeah. like last year. And as much as they're like iconic in imagery and like story, some of it's kind of terrible. Yeah. Like it's hilariously bad at points, particularly the third one. Yeah. Strikes Again or whatever. No, the third one is the Master Race. It's so well, there's well, yeah, year yeah, one, but there's, and then there's Dark Knight Strikes Again. Well, no, no the Dark, Dark Knight Returns. returns Dark, Dark Knight, Knight Strikes, Strikes Again. again See, that, Master that one is, one. oh my God. Yeah, the second of the Dark Knight Returns <clears throat> ones yeah. is really, really bad. Really bad. Across the board. Yeah, and, and so... But in a way, that's kind of fun to look at because it's like a car crash. Which is <laughs> <laughs> not cool to look at if people are hurt, but just to start right. the vehicles. Well, hey, I mean, Carlin said, if you're going to see it, ask the officers to bring the bodies a little closer to the car. <laughs> my wife's never seen a man quite shaped like that. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I... So Frank is like got God status, but also he's definitely got weak spots. And so as much as this is an all-star team up, my favorite thing about this for sure is the artwork. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Far and away. Yeah. What do you guys think about the, I mean, the storyline in general though? I, th- I think that they do some cool stuff with it. I mean, I, I dis 
Frank a little bit, but I think for me it's mostly just what dialogue. have you written? What stories have yeah, you written exactly, lately? Exactly. For, yeah. I mean, for me, I think the stories hold up. I think it's uh, it, you know my only. What's your dialogue? Or dialogue. So yeah, yeah. And I I don't write characters. Evan asked me this week, like, hey, what if we were to you know write a Batman story sometime? You know, like, cause he's an artist, I'm a writer, and I was like, I'm terrified of writing fiction because all I do is first person narrative. All I do is say my own fucking thoughts. So what I don't want is to be like a. There's guys like Tarantino that do it well. But guys like Tarantino or Kevin Smith or whatever, like you just hear the actors saying the director's words, and you know it's the fucking that guy's words. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that. I like I like someone who can actually like have well-rounded characters that each sound like their own person. And I'm terrified of not being able I, to do that. I feel that. like you're properly equipped though, because you love all these crime dramas, mob stuff already. Committing crimes. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, I love, love committing crimes. Larceny, uh, and then you're. <laughs> I mean, surrounded by these characters all the time. I don't, you just got. You mean get... literally the toys in this room? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, there's no way that sh- I think, anyways, that you don't know them well enough to try to write. I think that doing the idea of, of sitting down and coming up with a story is really kind of exciting to me. It's, that is pretty interesting, but mm-hmm. I don't know. the The dialogue is what scares me. And I, well, and to me, though, when I picture it, I picture it more like initially that <clears throat> Bruce Tim Two Face short. Yeah, where you like don't have to write a ton. And, yeah, you don't have to write a ton, and I don't have to draw a ton because I've never done that either. So there's no yeah. reason that we sh- I should be like I could definitely do full pages, yeah. <laughs> you know, and you can write all this shit. Well, stay tuned three years from now <laughs> yeah. for the Bat Fanatic. I'll build up the confidence <laughs> yeah. to do that. Well, if I've learned anything from Frank Miller, first thing, all your female characters should be like prostitutes and hot as fuck. Yeah, yeah, and like titties out. That's fucking being a child of the 90s. Lingerie. I do love that about those 90s artists. The way they basically they objectify everyone. I mean, the women are usually put into a little more sexual poses. Yeah, but the guys are all fucking shirtless and ripped and everything. Skin tight clothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just what they did. And I, and I like that. But so there's a weird imbalance, not an imbalance, but it's just the way his female characters are written objectifies them in a way I don't like, even though the art is completely objectifying. And I do like that. Yeah. Seeing Jim draw Frank sexualized characters is fucking great. Yeah, it's rad. It's, it's like just the opening scene of like Vicky Vale getting dressed and I'm like, okay, stop, wait. what? Am, I forgot about this. I haven't read this in a while. It's an interesting way to start a comic book. Jesus Christ, yeah. Also, if you take Miller's cue, you only really have to write like 50% of the material and then just repeat it twice. And then you have... <laughs> that would suck. That's... You just repeat the same lines like six times on the same page. Brutal. Then you've got... It's brutal. You know what it makes me think of? Goddamn Batman. I'm the goddamn Batman. This is my goddamn Batman movie. I'd never really read any of his... Well, it made me think, too, the only thing that I've really flipped through of his before, I think, is Sin City. And I think that in Sin City, he was intentionally trying to write less, and that was the point. Mm. Like, it's a... Well, it's a lot of narration. Yeah, and it's it's more of a detective story, so there must be silences and there must just be stares and like there's drama in the space or something. Whereas this feels very I don't like it, but if these are just people's thoughts, then I get how much a person can think. And yeah, while but- I don't just sit here and like <laughs> oh God, what is uh while I don't say love chunks I don't what? say that twelve dozen times in my head. It just comes uh, across like someone who doesn't know how people talk. Yeah, yeah. I was. I really got cut up on the like, love chunks. Do you thing. leave the house ever? <laughs> no, I doubt he does. Have to... you read the works of others? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look like he does. When I think of the uh, Frank Miller stuff that I like, 
Like, I like those old Batman ones, the uh, Year One and Dark Knight Returns. I like Ronan. Ronan's a really weird mm. comic, but I like it. He seems like someone who everything has to be a noir story. Mm-hmm. And so all the cliches of noir writing are constantly in everything he does. Hmm. Every single character Which that's introduced Which I have no in problem this, with someone who finds their lane, picks a genre, and does it well. I really have no issue with working within genre. Not everything, to me, has to be some fucking crazy reinvention. Every character in this is introduced with a super long internal monologue. Mm-hmm. And even for comic books, this is a bit much. Because comic books have a lot of the, them talking to themselves. Well, you wouldn't, you wouldn't guess it by looking at me, but I was bit by a spider. <laughs> they all do it, but this does it a lot. I'm Peter Parker. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking while reading it that the only thing that I've ever read that has so much dialogue, aside from a novel, probably was like One Piece. Mm-hmm. And that's saying a lot because One Piece has a lot of stuff to read. People talking about powers and... But I like One Piece better still. <laughs> I like that Dick makes fun of the quote-unquote Clint Eastwood voice. Uh-huh. Lame-ass Clint Eastwood impression. Yeah. yeah. Again, I, we can pick apart how the words were said. <laughs> That's how kids talk. What's this lame-ass man doing a Clint Eastwood impression? Yeah, but I, I, th- I thought that that was a, a funny... I mean, he... he talks about it a couple different times of his voice and the way he's speaking which one i think helps you hear it in your head but two is also just funny because it's a kid going like what's this guy's deal mm-hmm. i think a bit of that is because this batman is just really fucking weird yeah. and messed up but also to show you that this dick grayson is extremely perceptive yeah he's very smart yeah, yeah. yeah. he sees through that where other people wouldn't you know the line that you love to misquote. You want to get nuts? Let's get crazy. Mm-hmm. Let's get nuts. Catman. He does a version of that while they're driving in the Batmobile in that early scene mm. where he's like, That's oh, cute. Like, oh, you want to get nuts? And fucking like spins the fucking thing around and That's starts very cute. flying through the air somehow. I don't know. I like that the Batmobile is all the vehicles in this. <laughs> he just ejects like once he, he it becomes a submarine and he blows off the thrusters just leaves those thrusters in the water yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> just debris. cheap yeah. like Iron Man they reattach later <laughs> yeah what if you need to go back the other way though like if if if, <laughs> boat, if, boat, if boat is the simplest form of your vehicle what if what if you gotta fly again hey yeah. it's like Batman Returns you know you just shed the sides and now you're just the as you call it the bat wiener <laughs> yeah the wiener mobile he just left that very the Wiener Mobile is Oscar Mayer, okay? Oh, that's, <laughs> that's true. a different thing. That's true. That's the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. This is the Tim Burton Wiener Mobile. Oh, there's different it's brands. Different Got it. It's like Hot Wheels <laughs> versus Matchbox. Mm-hmm. Okay. I read the first two issues of this one that came out, mm-hmm. and I was a teenager, and I liked it a lot. Coming back to it now, it's just stupid insane yeah it's stupid <laughs> did i say that out loud yeah. <laughs> damn it and again the artwork is great but the at times i appreciate his version of batman that he's laughing all the time yeah but he's he's an idiot <laughs> even though he's he's smarter than everyone and he comments on that he's smarter than everyone he's just a nut job uh, in a I way like that, that i've never so, seen batman yeah i like that he's so maniacal but not in a bad He's guy. not evil. Yeah, yeah, but he's pretty twisted, and Lee does a good job. I like that he does the no, he's just got the white eyes mm-hmm. the whole time, yeah. which makes him look more scary to me, and then just the way that he he draws his grin and stuff at, at times, like, holy shit, this guy looks mental. Yeah, I'm not really on board with the over-the-top crazy portrayal, uh, especially the laughing thing I thought was just asinine. I mean, <laughs> it's fairly out of character. Like I, there's... 
Batman doesn't have fun. Story wise, I I still I still liked it. I felt like the story didn't go anywhere. Visually, I loved it, but goddamn, just the conversations are terrible. Is this I mean, an episode actually? This one long conversation. It is. Kind of. yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 just got a lot of stuff. Like to you on. said, when I first came across it, I thought it was super cool. I never read anything like it. The artwork just jumps off the page. It's so fucking fun. But I think at this point in my life, just having read so much more and seen so much more and have richer appreciation of these characters and what they mm-hmm. should be, that even if something catches my eye right out of the gate and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is awesome, that like that wears off pretty quickly the more dumb things get said over and over. I mean, what I was just talking about with dialogue, mm-hmm. this movie or this book is a perfect example of like, I wrote down Batman, Gordon, and Black Canary say, quote unquote, the goddamn Batman. It's so much. Uh, it's both too much. Dick and Black Canary call the Batmobile queer. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many things. <laughs> That's how kids talk. Where <laughs> other people say exact lines that were yeah. said earlier. And it was like, well, which character is this supposed to be coming from? Because clearly this is all just everyone is fucking Marv from Sin City. Everyone is reading this comic book. and (laughs) Yeah, like, it it just feels like he tried to turn this into Sin City, and it's like, how is this the guy that wrote Year One? I don't... Like, why is there one thing that's perfect? Yeah, that book is so restrained. Or at least in my memory. If you didn't know he wrote them both, you wouldn't... I don't think you could realize it. No. Because they're completely different in style. And like, yeah, this is the guy that gave us fucking mutant gangs and all kinds of weird shit. But there's enough in that, you know? And this is why I didn't buy Master Race, is because Strikes Again, off the rails, crazy. Extremely so. And and this one and Returns both have enough weirdness in it. People are probably going to hate this, me saying all this, but like, they have enough weirdness in it where I was like, oh, Master Race, another Frank Miller. And I'm reading the description, and I'm like, wait a second. No, he's let me down repeatedly. <laughs> I'm not falling for it again. You can get a copy from the library and just check it out. It's worth consuming once. Yeah. I mean, maybe we'll do it for this show or something. I just... And there's a new series based on it, too. Really? Yeah. Like well, a continuation of it. One thing that I thought was good was that the letterer, whomever that person is... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Frank Miller did the letters oh, in this book. Oh. Uh, I thought that they did a really good job visually identifying who was saying stuff. Mm-hmm. They, they would change the, the color. Um, Wonder Woman's font is cursive. Oh my God. Uh, that was so Woman. hard to read. Yeah, but I, but I think it's cool. <laughs> but then when you're saying this stuff and how now it seems more like a, less like a good thing and more like a necessity <laughs> because you can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I legitimately yeah. don't know if for yeah, all Gal- I know you're just... It's just totally comes off to me as Frank Miller like, yeah, women suck. They're always like, but I... I'm reading that part where she's confronting the beginning of the Justice League and she's saying like, yeah. you men, you men are stupid and you yeah. suck, you dumb men. And then she's like berating Superman and I'm like, it would be really stupid if they kissed after this. And then I put the page <laughs> and they kiss. That's, yeah. like, that's what it is. Like, yeah, women hate men and they're st- and they're all like angry at them but secretly they just want them. And this yeah, is how sex they're works. They're just angry because they're weak. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. Okay, okay, okay. I laughed, I laughed so hard yeah. when I got to that. I have the answer. Lettered by Jared K. Fletcher. Excellent work, Jared. Good job, Jared. You held up your end of the deal, Jared. Yeah. Trying to save this dumpster fire. (laughs) I know this whole story. Like the artwork and everything is is like polishing a turd on this bad boy. Like it only it's just the band aid 
if you were just to have a visual only, like a whatever the instrumental version of a comic book would be. Yeah, yeah. If you were <sighs> to have that, and maybe a version exists, this would be one of the best stories, I feel like. If you, in, whatever you put in your head would be better than what you wrote down. Yeah. <laughs> Love chunks. Straight oh up. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, and okay, let's talk about that because I think that's one of my favorite Black scenes Canary in this book. is beautiful yeah. in this, and she's badass, and the idea of her hearing all this bullshit like you know what it reminded me of is that the Tennessee place, are you from Tennessee <laughs> yeah you're the only Tennessee <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, the that club we used to play here the Oak Street Speakeasy mm. they dressed yeah, they like the, that yeah the fishnet they dressed literally yeah. like that minus the eye mask and we would play shows there all the time and I can only imagine the kind of shit that they would catch constant for sure all day long like that and as a, as a person who's worked customer service for fucking way too long, we've all had those moments of like, gee, I swear to God, if one more person, I'm going to fucking leap over this counter, well, throw my uniform the, at him, you know? The two guys who are, are identified as predators touch her, mm-hmm. which is like, okay, now it's fair game to Cross attack the them. Yeah. But then she beats every Everyone. single person yeah. in the bar. She's like, I kicked him harder than I needed to. <laughs> yeah. Still had fun. Or, you know, I was like... <laughs> Dope. Still liked it. I, you know, I I don't know. I thought it was a good setup. Again, the ideas are always there. It's just the execution of them. That whole scene without the text is perfect. Would be great. It's great yeah. anyway. But we took we took yeah. away the, the writing. I think it'd be awesome. It, while it may be repetitive, if all the writing fits in one spot more than the others, that makes the most sense to me. Like if these are all the things that you could hear in a bar, because there's mm-hmm. so many voices in a small room, uh-huh. that makes sense. Um, I still don't like how many times he repeats the same thing over and over, yeah. unless it's one guy just saying the same thing. Which over is what and over. it is, I think. But it's uh, yeah, like, because I don't when like you're it. getting a bartender's attention, you know, you're you from Tennessee. Like, you from well, Tennessee? Yeah, yeah you're hey, probably from, like, oh, she didn't me. hear me. Yeah, you know, I yeah. gotta say the same thing. So I, I think if you were to have this acted out, you would have certain voices repeating certain lines. I think. Sure. Um, but because the rest of this story, you have characters saying lines that are indistinguishable from other characters. That's why it feels dumb. So I'm, I come to its defense, but I also go, yeah. well, except there's a bunch of other examples that prove zero thought was put in <laughs> You're just trying to justify it. So maybe not. The beginning of that bar scene, I like there was a little Easter egg when the two guys are entering the bar. In the background, it looks like Wolverine, Daredevil, and Elektra. Oh, really? Oh, I think oh, Frank cool. Miller wrote all of them. And so that, I don't know if Jim yeah, Lee asked him that's or cool. he just decided to write them in as a little homage to Frank Miller. That's cool. Page, I wrote it down, page 54 on my digital version. This isn't numbered? Find the we'll bar count, You can't the bar count from scene. the side? Oh, yeah, I'll just start from the beginning and count the pages. I just look for this heap of bodies she's <laughs> kicking. God, dude, this seriously, this sequence is the best part of the book. Yeah, it's great. His art is crazy. Her boss calls her love chunks, and then she also oh, yeah, brutally yeah. assaults yeah, him yeah. as well. Nope, you're going to get it too, you <laughs> leprechaun. Throw you through the glass window and... Your arteries get severed as you fall through. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I see it. Yeah. I see it. Let me see that. It's the very first frame where they walk in, and the guy's like, ooh, yeah, that's fine. Damn straight she's fine. Right up in the second. Daredevil is like, yeah, she looks great. <laughs> second panel. Elect- Electra, describe her to He's me. He's <laughs> uh, Yeah. There's a lot of little tiny visual things like that. In Barbara's room, she has a copy of Watchmen and 300. Mm. Nice. And a bunch of other things. That's cool. So there's a big Zack Snyder fan. <laughs> <laughs> Good eyes, man. Oh, God, there was a, 
And this was in the inner monologue in that scene, so I'm not sure who's supposed to be thinking it or saying it, because that's not really an inner monologue, that's like a narrator. Yeah. Where, talking about how her fuse is getting shorter and shorter, and like, maybe it's because she had a bad time there, maybe it's because she blah, blah, blah. Or it's like, just that time of the month. Like, I was the like, fuck? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm going to throw this it's out the, the window. the yeah. lowest hanging fruit. And who is supposed to, is, are you saying that, Frank Miller? Is she thinking that to herself? No. What is this? There's no, yeah, I didn't read that as her thinking that of herself either. I th- you're right, Frank. that was a third person. <laughs> yeah, where's this coming from? That's just, yeah, like you just said, I don't know how women work. Oh, Frank. You're right. I forgot about that line. I think I blacked it out of my memory because I was so fucking bad. I thought that there were a number of cool little Easter eggs too, like the, the mark of Zorro. Mm-hmm. On the marquee in the background, you've got the doctor's name was Eckhart, like uh, 89. I thought that was cool. Oh, speaking of which, we have Bruce tell Alfred in relation to Dr. Eckhart. Well, he's in Paris. Well, get Superman to fly him out here then. Okay. And then flash forward and Vicky, who had a shattered collarbone when we last saw her, is fine and getting out of the hospital bed and busting out, acting like normal, smoking hot in all of this. Getting doesn't dressed even look in mildly, front of Jimmy. Mildly disheveled. Yeah. Yeah, the time doesn't make any sense. No, no. That would have taken months, I feel like, to come back from. We also get uh, Joker calls this girl Gugina. Like her, her last name is Gugina. I don't know if I'm saying that right. But it's like it reminded me of Carla Gugino, if I'm saying that right, who was an actor in Sin City, mm. the movie. And then there was the line I didn't realize that Chris Terrio or Zack Snyder lifted for Batman v Superman. The, of course we're criminals. We've always been criminals. Mm-hmm. I, I did not remember that being from this book because I haven't read it in so long. This Joker is also terrible. Like yeah. another... He starts kind of interesting. It's a fucking tattoo on the back. Uh, yeah. It's so bad. But that first shot of him looking at himself in the mirror and you have the letterers really nice green panels yeah. with the uh, uneven writing. That looks great. Yeah. And then as soon as he becomes like just run-of-the-mill TV serial killer, where he's like, you set the object in its place, like he's Buffalo Bill or something like mm-hmm. that. Just bad, I don't bad. Like when he's barely in it, too, so it's almost like what is... Well, I think they were going to do more, and then nobody wanted more yeah. of this, so... Oh, I think they... <laughs> no, I think they did. They, I mean, there's been some written about it that, the you know, they would get asked about it at panels or something. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, is this ever coming? Well, we'll have to ask him. Part of the reason I wanted to do this, because me and Evan are going to meet Jim Lee in uh, March at yeah. the Seattle Emerald City Comic Con, so I wanted to read a couple Jim Lees as we build up to uh, build the anticipation uh, <laughs> for that, because I think that'll be cool. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll have to... I have to ask him, like, what? hey, what is this? You ever uh, following this up, or perhaps making a visual-only version <laughs> with no writing? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that's basically my list of all the the extra little things that I found. Do you guys have uh, anything? I didn't see any of those things. That you there's noticed? a there's a shot of again when uh, you're the visual guy. I know. I, I didn't notice the Daredevil thing. <laughs> he was too busy looking at the the page being covered by internal. Uh, yeah, monologue. there was too <laughs> many squares with letters in them. I, I will say this stuff. isn't bad for a Frank Miller thing. He's just when staring you read, at like, the tits the whole time. That's part of it. But when you read Dark Knight Returns or a lot of that stuff, it's all like talking heads. So yeah. it's even worse as far as a completely cluttered page. Well, that's why Strikes Again was so bad to me is that they took that thing that worked in that one and made so many pointless talking head yeah. scenes just to have continuity or something. That comes across like someone who was in the 80s and was like, oh, look at this cable news. Cable news is everywhere. It's all these talking heads. Yeah. And then never let that go. Yeah. As as society in general, 
accepted that and moved on and wasn't hung up on it. Yeah. He never let that go. But in that scene where Wonder Woman walks in on the rest of the JLA, Superman's just bending steel like he's bored. <laughs> he's just bending steel and like, throwing it to the side. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Uh, man, the whole... I was masturbating. He, he was just drawing. He was drawing a lot. No, I was sitting next to my wife reading the book. But like, you could be masturbating. Uh, I don't know what you, you do. <laughs> you could be masturbating next to your wife. I don't know what you guys are into. <laughs> no, I was just like, because all of the female characters are drawn like so ridiculously hot that I was just more preoccupied with Diana in those mm. scenes of seeing what his. Frank Miller take on her was going to be, you know. She's an angry lesbian, but not really. She just needs a strong man. <laughs> she just needs straight. a deep dick in. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he does Miller's version of Wonder Woman with the like the metal headband and how it's it's got the nose guard thing on mm. it. I think that's cool. Actually, kind of Spartany. Yeah. yeah, her character design worked. Totally. I mean, actually, really, all the character designs work. Everybody. None uses, of my none of my issues are with no. Jim Lee how, at all. How yeah. Jordan? How You're Jordan's good, the, uh, just a raging idiot, and that's nice. Man, like the whole. This is like one of the only books I own that he's in, so I just only know him as a fucking moron. I don't think he's that. He doesn't come across I, that yeah, dumb. Yeah, I don't even think he's. <laughs> he's a fighter pilot. Yeah, he can't I don't even be that know dumb. if he's that dumb. I I think Green Lantern is a cool character. The painting the room yellow <laughs> thing is, is so whack to me. Like I think that's funny. That like, they stood there and no, they painted funny, each other so yellow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Robin, get my, get my back. Like, almost I, kill that guy. I actually think that that's, that scene it plays pretty well because uh, he even says in it, he's like dumbest fucking weakness I've ever heard of. <laughs> yeah. You know, another one with no writing, just as a one shot. That whole thing of uh, Batman and Robin talking to Green Lantern in a yellow room, ending with. Him almost getting killed yeah. and having to perform an make, emergency make, trick. Yeah. Oh my God. With no yeah. text, like, you have no context, you don't know what is going on. I forgot about that. Yeah, you guys I mean, painted I, my place for me. That's super cool of you. Oh, what the fuck! And that was not a Dick Grayson thing to do. That to, yeah, that no. was a he really went ham on him. Damien Jason sort of. This is just a made up aggro. Robin. I don't think that that was portrayed very well either while batman is saying it looks like he's kicking his butt but it doesn't seem to me visually as like angry as he's trying to make it sound like it is mm -hmm. like this kid is having a really good time and he's totally taking it to him and stuff it while it does look cool and acrobatic to me it doesn't look as violent as the words make it seem. it looks like every other fight well yeah, yeah but yeah, like, oh, cool. well I, I think the key there though is that Batman says in his head that he's trained this kid to some extent. He's teaching him how to fight and essentially use lethal force, but he hasn't given him all of the other discipline leading up to it. And the so you're seeing this kid just had. having a good time kicking some dude's ass because I get to fight grown-ups. This is nuts, you know. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't understand the consequences of the moves he's doing on this guy. He doesn't he doesn't know what he just yeah, did. Yeah. And so I I think that that's part of it is not it's some fucking wolvie berserk mode thing, but it's more just like youth without guidance. No sense of consequences. He doesn't realize he, how hurtful he's Yeah, he doesn't know what he's doing. Well, he ate the rat and now you get to kill people. That's the order that it goes in. First you eat the yeah. rat. Then you get the khakis. And wait, no. Like the Scarface. fundamental meat of this isn't bad, and there's interesting ideas. I but do just like just, me. The execution is just very strange. Very strange. Very strange. The idea of an unhinged Batman. All-star. Very strange. <laughs> Batman and Robin. Boy, I wonder. Parentheses. 
very strange. <laughs> hey, now, you're a, you get it? You remember that song? I, I do, but. Yeah. Chumba Wumba? I don't want to. <laughs> yes. No, it's not. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. Um, the, while it is a, I like the Doc fight scene is, is really cool to me. I like Black Canary's kicking ass. Batman shows up and she's really impressed by him. I, I like that whole thing. It's cool. I also, though, feel like she displayed, granted they weren't fighters, but she displayed basically untouchable fighting skills with her introduction. So that part could have been more effective if it went in the other direction. Like, her character introduction was great, but by doing that, I'm wondering... Why is she so in awe of this fight sequence? Did she need help? She can also beat a room of people without taking. Yeah, any yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. she couldn't she have finished this on her own? You know, yeah. I, I felt like she could have. I don't know. Maybe if you that's noticed. another one of Miller's. Like the lady needs to be rescued. Yeah, even though she's the yeah. toughest and person. She's super yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if you also noticed that she's Irish and uh, she yeah. has five brothers and three sisters. I have like a Irish hard, people do. So I have a hard time. That is not a stigma. With certain accents, that's one that I don't know very well. And so I was trying to, in my head... Hey, Batman, he's so hot. <laughs> yeah. the hottest oh, man I've ever seen. But I'm like, but, but what is a realistic... Like, what is a, a husky Michelle Pfeiffer low-register voice that you might apply to this character? Minimal what does accent? that sound like with that kind of accent? I'm trying to develop this in my head, you know? And so I, I was trying not to just breeze through this really mm. quickly and, and actually try to okay well he's saying that for a reason so I'm gonna try to hear that mm -hmm. bring it to life I didn't yeah. do that until about halfway through I'm like she's supposed to have an accent yeah I'm just she just yeah. sounds American in my head the yeah way I'm reading exactly it. I'm trying so. to taste her cigar mouth <laughs> <laughs> sandpaper tongue uh, one thing like I Selena. didn't like, yeah, yeah, like a cat. Batman starts the fire and this one guy is like ah this hurts and Batman's like that's not hurt. This is hurt. And then he elbows him in the face. I'm like, how is an elbow to the face more hurtful than being burned alive? Burning alive is the worst thing, I think. Yeah, it's on the list. I don't know. It's, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, he just came up with ideas like, any of it wouldn't, it be sweet? <laughs> wouldn't it be sweet if this guy was burning alive? And then Batman's like, that's not pain. This is pain. Yeah. And then he hit him. Maybe he's trying to like <laughs> show us how powerful his elbows are. That, that being burned alive doesn't even compare to an elbow in the face from Batman. That's hot, mamacita. <laughs> <laughs> you want to dig into the trifecta? Love chunks. Hold on, let me see if there's... I mean, probably, but the Batmobile was extreme, and I liked that. The Batcave. Dude, the Ooh. Batmobile was stupid. I, I, the Batcave was even stupider, and I liked the way it looked. It looked like a kid's idea of what the Batcave would look like. But there's cars parked in areas Places they that could only be airlifted to. Yeah, the entire place <laughs> is like that. It makes no sense whatsoever. Although, you get, like, the, the Adam West Batmobile. You get only the fucking wheel the very end of the Burton Keaton Batmobile mm. on the edge yeah you get a few it's little cool looking. It's Easter eggs in cool there looking. it just makes no sense I mean it's it's not unlike the Burton Batcave where he pulls up and it's on this circular platform <laughs> and then it just ends Surrounded and he's, by he's like sheer drop he's like oh almost forgot watch your step you know so I don't I mean, actually know where to go from here. There's <laughs> precedent for it. It's an insane place, but this is an insane version of an insane place. Yeah, everything is on 10. There's no subtlety in any part of this book. I, f I forgot about the Joker's Nazi henchwoman with the swastika Yeah, I was nipples. like, wait, well, that's that from... bitch is in this? I forgot. Yeah, because like, yeah, that... that's from Returns, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, and I don't know when this is supposed to take place because uh, Gordon talks about beating up Flash with a bat. 
So it's yeah. like this is a continuation of year one, but this is not the year one universe. These are not those characters at all. Yeah, how strange is that? Like, I think that they're all supposed, like, in the, in his head, I think they're all one continuity. Uh, that he starts out it's as this normal person and then becomes a crazy person. Well, I think of Batman in year one when he's first starting and he's fighting the young thieves on the fire escape. Mm-hmm. And he hits the one kid and he realizes he's going to fall to his yes. death. So he catches him and he's, st- he's taking a beating all because he's sacrificing himself to save this kid. Yeah. And he's thinking about it and he's like, I'm such an idiot. Why did I do that? The Batman in All-Star Batman would never do that. He would just no. kill that kid or this completely different character. He would giggle be, the whole time. Yeah, he'd be at, the, at the very <laughs> least, if he wasn't fully crazy yet, he would Keaton Batman, oh, that guy went over the rail. I don't care about that at all mm-hmm. and just keep fighting, you know. But yeah, that completely contradict each other. I'm going to say Mamacito one more time. Mamacita. Love chunks. <laughs> uh, one thing I did. Batman and Robin, all star. Love chunks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't like. And Batman that- asks if Robin's retarded. I want to put that out there. Oh, yeah. He says, Are I you mean, retarded? That. That's one of my favorite scenes in Bad Santa too. So I mean, I'm not going to be. He's not bad at that. What were you going to say? Yeah, no, that that was actually now that I'm thinking about it, it was very very cringy coming out of his mouth and the way that it was being said. Yeah, that's how cool guys talk. <laughs> While my guess is that it it really only occurred in the condensed version of all the comics. When if I was laying something out, I don't like when comics will. This one has like spoiler images to the next chapter. You're talking about like the covers when they show you the cover, but it gives uh, yeah, away. Yeah, not just the cover, but like the page to the left because the cover is usually on the right-hand side. Mm-hmm. The page to the left will sometimes I, – I could be okay with a spoiler in a cover. I think that I would shy away from that personally. Like I want I, I want the person to be surprised when they come across it in the comic. Yeah. But this one kind of does it in the cover sometimes. I think one of them is even like Joker with a dragon tattoo. Like, yeah. well, that's but then in the on in the page to the left they're just going none of this matters yeah yeah exactly like it's a cool looking frame it'll just be i think it's just that they're picking a panel or something but it'll actually be a spoiler thing like what unless you're just they're buying the condensed version because they already read these stupid comics (laughs) so they're not going to be surprised but what if a person hasn't read that stuff and now you're just giving it to them visually it's weird well and there's the thing that happens in comics sometimes where you mentioned turning the page and feeling surprised. And sometimes the book will be laid out in that you, you, you turn the page and depending on how it's sitting on your lap or whatever, you might see all this color and action on the right page as you're turning to read the left page. Mm-hmm. And so you're in your head... You're like, okay, I got to get through this dialogue to not look, skip, skipping ahead. not look at this thing over yeah. here that's in my peripheral vision. And there was a, a scene like that in this. I can't think of what it was, but it might have been the crash, the car crash with uh, Vicky and Alfred. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or there, was, there was some scene where like a conversation is happening, but there was like fire and explosions right here. I can see it. I'm trying not to look at it. <laughs> Don't look, you know, Sam. I wish that they would... Uh, do that as a page turn. I, I get that there's you don't want to sacrifice the pacing or whatever, but I also think like a significant reveal like that it's is kind of gutted when you can fucking you are, see uh, it. Uh, yeah, right I doubt there. Much is being lost in the flip, you know, turn of a page. Anyways, if anything, you're excited to exactly toss it over and get to the next one, yeah. and then boom. Yeah. Well, what's the Batman trifecta here? Detective. How much of a detective is he? He's not really a detective. 
He's just a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he, yeah, yes, he is a fucking asshole. He yeah. doesn't figure anything out. What he does figure out is he Clark tells Kent, you. and he yeah. really pats himself on the back super hard for well, that. He, he tells yeah, he, you, he tells you that I figured out Superman is Clark Kent. I figured out how Jordan is him. I fig- he tells you how smart he is. Yeah, but you don't it's see the, him broke, do anything. Frank broke the rule of the the show. Don't tell. He has the combination of bleach and thermite in the dock fight. Mm. That doesn't make him a detective. It just makes him kind of a troubled a youth chemist. <laughs> yeah, just a scientist. Ninja skills. I think he's a very good fighter. Yeah, he knows very effective, debilitating places to hit. There's him running across the rooftops. Him getting out of the car because he wants to to run through the city and fight people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty ninja. He's certainly a better fighter than Black Canary is. I, I mean, not... <laughs> because the book tells you, yeah, that's true, I agree. <laughs> not not in terms of, like, stealth or whatever, but in terms of brute strength and knowledge, I would give him high marks for that. Yeah. yeah he seems but yeah, like not very, like, kicker. swoopy, shadowy. Mm-hmm. No. I say that, I don't know if there's a better way of the ninja part, because it's, it's not just the... Will you just say fighter? Fighter, but I like martial artist. Ooh, I don't know. I just don't I, know. I think to be both, honest. hunter, I think kicker, adre- guy. Addressing both, <laughs> addressing both is good though. Yeah, warrior, shadow warrior, <laughs> shadow warrior, action good. hero, action <laughs> man. Yeah, trauma. This guy's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wrote severely disturbed. Seeks great pleasure from delivering pain to others. Constantly like stops himself and goes like, "You're such an idiot. You ruined everything." Fucked up, jeez. Yeah, and everyone's like, "What's wrong?" He got really quiet. What's? Yeah, he's messed up. Not yeah, in the way really he normally struggling. is. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, practically nothing done right here, and yet, it's, <laughs> and yet, I still kind of liked reading it. You know, just it's an interesting it, experience because it looks great, and you're. I don't know. I mean, the just the the setting of a young Dick Grayson who just experienced this thing. I mean. Were the cops going to kill him if he didn't go along with their story? We don't know where that was going exactly. Hit Vicky Vale in the face with a nightstick. That would probably break your jaw and knock yeah. you unconscious. Yeah, that guy was yeah. a mean guy. I mean, that that whole thing was great in yeah, was portraying... Great. Violence a, against women, yeah. No, I'm saying <laughs> no, in, yeah. in portraying the, the corrupt Gotham world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's very early in the story. So they're mm. setting the scene very well and, and driving out to the... Gulch. Woods or whatever. And yeah, you don't really know. Like, oh, this is very sinister. Like, what are they, they going to do with this child? You know, and. I can identify and, the guy who killed him. Oh, he said the wrong thing. Now we got and, and seeing the previously objectified, again, to all of our delight, uh, Vicki Vale <laughs> take the wheel, and I'm going to take initiative, and I'm a fucking good reporter, and I'm going to make sure nothing happens to this kid at the same time. Which is like a human being. I'm going to watch something bad happen to this kid. Well. <laughs> I'm going to report well, at, the, it. at the very least, yeah, I'm going to expose these fucks yeah. for being pieces of shit, even if I can't stop them because she's not Black Canary. But at the very least, she's taking this initiative. And so I, I think there's so many good ideas just in the way that everything plays out is Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's crazy. He just, it's crazy. He leaned on his weakest impulses as far as writing goes. And nuts and bolts of the writing. Is this like a case of having no editor or everybody <laughs> just being like no you can do whatever you want I, yeah, I mean, he has carte blanche to do whatever he wants yeah i mean yeah. yeah are you just uh, especially on an all-star this is your thing frank this is you you and jim yeah whatever you, you guys want to do. do this is like they know it's gonna sell nazi ladies big yeah. adventure to batman scenario <laughs> like do what you want buddy i'm sure it sold well i mean oh yeah you see frank miller on a thing people will buy you it you just buy it yeah hmm. i don't know if that's Still true now. It's not for me anymore. <laughs> no. I'll tell you that. But I'm interested in that golden child stuff. 
that's coming out in the future. Mm. That's the continuation of Master Race. I don't know. Does it have a lady Superman on the front with blue hair? Uh, yep. Yeah, and that's uh, sequel to Master uh, Race. Well, gotcha. it looks really cool to me, anyways. But not because of he Frank it? Miller, though. Uh, he does. No, it's this guy named Raphael Grampa. Or something. You're, you're right, but he it looks oh, kind of like Frank okay. Miller style. It is. It definitely like the does. Blocky faces and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, lots of like weird squiggly lines and stuff. So I, I usually throw this out there, but bat suit. I feel like I I really like jim lee's style but it was not given the same attention as it was in like hush you know you're not getting these big you know classic gargoyle shots and shit like Mm -hmm. that you know it was just kind of shit happening all the time yeah his suit looks like just a straight up cartoon spandex suit Mm -hmm. just given a good jim lee treatment yeah there is a couple specifically the two-page spread before the dock fight it's a profile and he's kind of low running. He's pretty much a silhouette and he's low running across the rooftops. He's talking, oh, yeah, he's yeah, talking yeah. about being yeah. out and hunting that and, there's, and there's like this cool mountain of a cityscape behind him. Yeah. Um, that was actually one of the yeah. cooler shots of the whole It's book. not very lurky or rooftops or anything, but, but I do like how black it is and it, it's just a dope image to me. Otherwise it's all really, it's just kind of Batman in your face and, yeah, I don't have strong feelings about the suit. No, I, if it wasn't for Jim Lee doing his thing, then I wouldn't care. Ben, what are your pros here? The artwork. And if, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't have, like, everything else. I do have a couple things. Well, one thing art-wise, though, is stuff like I'm, I'm showing the guys the page here, but where they do these little blurred pieces of action, yeah. like a bullet flying, or there's one here where uh, Batman is kicking a dude's face in through the windshield of a car, his face is slightly blurred. They do really cool things to make the action sequences feel fast and feel real. And uh, that I think that was one of the most unique things in here. The only other pro I have is when Batman shows Robin the Batcave. He's like, what do you think? And Robin goes, it's okay. And then Batman's internal monologue is, I don't like this kid. Yeah, yeah fuck <laughs> this kid. <That's- laughs> Every now and then, the dialogue lands, and it's uh, yeah, funny. Yeah, I like how yeah. often he goes back and forth between thinking, like, this kid's all right, and like, ah, this shit sucks. <laughs> yeah, snot out of here. Adding to the, the art stuff, the art is, is killer. I think it's, it's so crazy, though not comparable. I just think it's always wild when people will have such a, like, a foothold in their industry and have such an identifiable style mm-hmm. that, that, granted, you take this stuff all around the world, and not everybody's going to know what we're talking about, but anybody who knows comics is probably like, that's Jim Lee, you know, and, oh, yeah. to be, and to be that, that ingrained in like a culture and that identifiable stylistically is, is super cool to mm-hmm. me. Looking at his stuff and looking at his pencils in the back, I think that some pencilers are really solid in their stuff and everything is really clearly defined. So when the inker comes around, it's, well, I'm just tracing this and this is solid black or something. Lee's stuff is awesome, but it's, it's like next level sketching to me. And it really leaves a lot for the inker to interpret. Mm. And I think it's crazy. Like, I don't know if looking at some of his stuff, like, is this a solid black or is this like a squiggle? Is this squiggles on squiggles? Mm. Um, it, it's really crazy to me. So there's there's got to be a lot of... A lot of dialogue about that. Yeah, a lot of dialogue and a lot of trust, I think, or maybe... More of a collaboration that way. For sure. Maybe Lee just knows... Which is pretty cool if, if, if you know your team. Yeah. You know, it's like if sometimes if I, if I know I'm going to send something to Munch mm-hmm. uh, to be mixed or, you know, situation like that, I know where I have to put in the extra time and where I don't because mm-hmm. it's like oh yeah he knows exactly what I'm going to do with this like for sure 
I don't have to worry about you it. You got it, bro. To put it in comics analogy, he knows just how to highlight the butt <laughs> of the pencil sketch you sent him. Yeah. Oh. He's going to give you the, the, the perfect tit lighting. <laughs> <laughs> so that just grazes the tops there. So when they go to ink and color that it's like those those really stand out in the frame some of the stuff was really crazy to me if you look at some of the pencil pages he he draws all the raindrops and as far as i understand it the inker is then probably inking all of those pencil lines but then whereas pencil may have kind of a differentiation and it may be easier to tell like this is a raindrop it's in the foreground and this is a character in the back yeah as soon as everything is one level of black mm -hmm. it would be very indiscernible and then the colorist turns all the raindrops blue and mm. so they're having to like take all those lines and then remake them blue lines and somehow supposed to know where like what if the raindrop ended in a shadow are they just taking the blue line as far as they want to take it or something? Mm -hmm. um, That's pretty fucking crazy. I mean, I, I know that Jim Lee is like famously the man guilty of putting treads on the bottom of Batman's boots mm -hmm. and like putting in these details that everyone's like, that's amazing. No one's ever done this kind of detail before. And then being stuck with that. And now everything you draw, <laughs> oh, you have to put that thing in mm -hmm. that has become your signature detail, you know? And so... I spent the last 10 years of my life drawing treads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a dude who doesn't draw a lot of Batman stories. He does a lot of Batman sketches, mm -hmm. you know? But, like, it, he, he, his shit is so detailed that, you know, you can't really blame the guy for not cranking out a ton of stories like this because... I mean, to me, these these are fucking iconic. This is some of he's always been one of my favorite Batman artists. But that's why Rob Liefeld doesn't draw feet. Yeah, because <laughs> boots are complicated, especially if you got treads on them. I wanted to show you this because we read my hardcover. You read the digital, uh, but that yeah. is actually how you see the Batcave. It's a six-panel spread. In the the digital version, it gives it to you twice. So it gives it to you once with no text. Mm -hmm. You can zoom in, and then it gives it to you again with the text after. Interesting, but yeah, I thought this was cool. Like, That's awesome. I've, I've never like seen I'm a foldout on this destroy level. Destroy it on yeah. I yeah, feel yeah. the same when I was reading it. I was like, oh my god, I forgot all about this. That is awesome, though. I don't think I've seen anybody. Feel free to just toss it across the room and let it rip. <laughs> I'm going to hold it just by that page. <laughs> <laughs> Swing it to you. Catch cons. Well, everything I said before. Yeah, this entire podcast. <laughs> Mostly covered that. Let's see. My notes said unintentionally hilarious dialogue, <laughs> <laughs> accidental prose, and and <laughs> the Batman who laughs. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, that. Ooh, boy. Any other cons? I think we pretty much covered it. Why would Catwoman work with a guy who just murdered some lady in cold blood? I know she like crosses the line, but that's. Well, that's we weird. didn't get that far in the story to find out, so I don't. I don't really know. Like, we get this little Catwoman introduction at the end, which to me reminds me of, we just talked about Earth One, and you get that fucking masterful like, mic yeah. drop, Selena in the bed at, at the very end of that book that's like, fuck yeah, and then this one just kind of ends. <laughs> yeah. It's like, to be continued. I like how Never. Cat, Catwoman's design looks cool to me, though. She actually oh, has, yeah. like a, she has like a choker collar, mm. and, and her ears look more like kitty ears. I think it's cool design anyways. Yeah, I wish we got more 
Catwoman in it for sure. (laughs) Somehow more, but also totally different. If you could, yeah, you could cut that Joker and just give us Catwoman. Oh, when I looked at that uh, (laughs) that panel of him with the back tattoo, Anne just sitting next to me, and I show her the book and I say. Look, see, Jared Leto wasn't the first one. Uh, and she goes, oh, my God, it looks like Ben Affleck. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, he has a big fucking dragon tattoo on his back. I'm like, no, he doesn't. She's like, yeah, they just cover it up in the movies. Like, look. And she, like, pulls up this tabloid Instagram or something. Like, look, right here. I'm like, oh, my God, that is hilarious. Like, he read it, this comic. He's like, that's such a hot tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a full back ridiculous tattoo. It was like a... Guy who drinks rock star, you know, <laughs> and fucking list, you know, he's a local rock station DJ, uh, kind of like Mountain Dew commercial kind of <laughs> back Guy, tattoo. Guy Fieri. Extreme. Yeah, it was offensive. Anyway, rating, uh, I'm going to go with, I wrote three because the art is so good, but I might, even, I'm going to say two and a half or three because I, 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 I can't completely throw it out because it's probably like top five art for me. Like, Lee, fucking Capullo, Marini, Sean Murphy. I don't know who my number five is, but a lot. Bermejo. Yeah, there you go. That's probably my top five. But like. Just can't save it. Yeah. It's the kind of thing you want to watch on mute. It's the when I'm 11 years old and fucking Britney Spears comes on the TV and I'm like, ugh. And then you turn off the sound. You're like, that's not bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I agree. (laughs) Uh, I would give the the colorist a little more props, also. Yes, yes, the, colors are fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, there's there's a uh, especially in the it was just something he was doing in the vehicles specifically, but it happens a couple different times. It's the the cockpit of the vehicle is always a reddish color, and the sky in Gotham is often a reddish color. Mm-hmm. And I just think that the blues and the reds look really cool together. Yeah. And there's no reason for that really to be. It's not like perpetually sunset land. So I don't know why everything <laughs> is red, but but I think that it looks really cool though. And well, I mean, again, we were talking about on the, the Batman Turtles episode, the callbacks to the 2004 Batman show, that, that cartoon. I don't know if you've watched it at all. It's kind of little bit anime style looking is this, this guy the, doesn't watch anime is it the batman about. or the batman or the, the batman the batman or l batman but <laughs> anyway it's just it they use crazy colored skies mm. that just have they make no sense they're just cool looking yeah you know? i guess yeah totally. um and that's what it makes me think of like green skies and red skies and shit For like sure. that you know and i'm not that I wasn't dogging it. That's it's a really cool color combo to me, and I think that it looks awesome. Yeah. And in addition to, um, like you're talking about those blurred digital effects, also there's just some really cool. Yeah, and um, I don't even understand at what point that stuff is done. You know, is it all? It's the is it colorist. all in post? It's yeah. The colorist. Yeah. Like digitally. Yeah, digitally. And, you you couldn't I, do that in a manual format. I, I know so little about this that I'm here. I am fucking dishing it out for Jim Lee. Is you know so great, but yeah, I mean you're right. A, a lot of it is you know Alex Sinclair and yeah Scott Williams. Yeah, it's it's definitely the combo. They're they're all they're all pulling their way. Yeah, Scott Williams. Yeah, I mean just a perfect perfect team. I'm curious on um, three out on four Hush, stars on Hush. What uh, uh, who who worked with Jim on that one? Because I think it was still. Alex Sinclair. One thing that I think is dope 
in Hush stuff is that Lee or the the combo, the like the cover especially, does the scenario where the pencils don't get inked and maybe they get colored. But mm-hmm. they, I just think that's freaking awesome. Joe Mad has uh, done that stuff since like yeah, Battle Hush here. Chasers. Hush has Scott Williams inking and uh, it lists a number of colorists, but the first one being Alex Sinclair. So nice. Yeah, a lot of the same team and and opens with that fucking boot tread shot that I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to ink this Everyone's like, shit. That's awesome, but let's not do it again. You're in for simpler times. Rating? Uh, I'm going to go... Don't look at me. Sorry. <laughs> what, is... How many number of farts do you give <laughs> no, us? No, I don't know. I, I, I was thinking about how I'm not good at this stuff and how... It's just I for could, fun. I, I know, but I could almost always give everything like a four because I don't want to be too mean to it or something. I want to be... In case you bump into one of these guys. <laughs> not, no. I, I, I heard no. what you said We're about We're literally work. going to in two months. <laughs> I, know, I, I don't know. I just always try to, to let the good aspects of something outweigh stuff yeah i, li- I like to celebrate yeah that's true the art that i that i like for sure you know and maybe sometimes we'll talk shit but i i, I really don't like the especially the current climate of of how cool it is to shit on stuff and yeah. how like if you make a video titled all the things wrong with such and such movie you're gonna get eight million views versus how frank miller destroyed batman yeah yeah like if we made that the title of this we'd get like way more fucking people but i'm not so gonna do that, do that because no because fuck that i i think that's shitty and douchey so what's even though, wrong with frank miller we have a if we if we have a, a a fairly negative reaction you know we're still talking about the things that do work and you know even that artist other things that we like so i mean it's it's like I I'm wanna, not here to to shit on stuff and be negative. Uh, no, I, it's like I want to. I am sometimes. I, I want to. No, you're a bad person. Yeah, <laughs> but people expect that from me. They don't expect Evan to be a bad person. I yeah. want to. I want to nitpick stuff only to show that I paid attention and I noticed stuff. Yeah. But but in I'm the smart. end, yeah. But in the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen to me Validate too. Me. <laughs> but in the end, I I still want to acknowledge it for its you know impact or or yeah. art. That's a a lot. Of buffer on this low number you're about to give. <laughs> sure. Anyways, it's like a two. It's it's two two and a half for me. I, everything yeah. is cool, but it doesn't make me want to read it again. Ever. It's like a two at best. Frank Miller shouldn't have ever written comics. <laughs> you should have been like a dishwasher or something. Shut the fuck up. Uh, no, that is my number. It's like a two at best. It could be lower. It's just the art is the only thing I like. But as I said, I like a lot of Frank Miller stuff. Just not this. I'm I'm realizing that that sentence is. Not necessarily true for me anymore. A lot of Frank Miller stuff. I, I like think a few. Yeah, I think I I like some of Frank Miller stuff. Yeah. Is now the way I would word it. Because boy, how it makes me wonder how stuff gets popular in the first place. Sometimes it's unique. It's different. In the eighties, his style so edgy. It was edgy, but it also wasn't like I think of it like uh, Al Pacino or Robert De Niro when they get hired to do movies now. They're in movies that aren't good, and they're just doing like a version of themselves that they've already done. That's what this feels like to me. So, like, if you be in the movie, we'll get financing. Yeah, and, and you go, like, oh, why, hey, oh, why, why? Are you like, are you talking to me or whatever? You're like, just it's that. It's like, hey, Frank, this is your thing. Do that thing you do. And he's yeah, like, I don't, don't want to do it. Will you pay me? They're like, yeah, we'll pay you. They're like, okay, I'll do it. That's fine. Yeah. At the time, it was cool. He's like, give me three days. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have it to you this weekend. <laughs> like, Frank, it's Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Get it this weekend. Love chunks. <laughs> Love chunks. 
All right, that is the show. Thank you guys so much for listening. And again, we're a new one. So we're really relying on word of mouth. We put some money into those Facebook ads and shit, but help us spread the word. Take a little screenshot. Tag us at BatFanatic, but it's spelled BatFanAddict. And hopefully we'll run into you guys up in Seattle at Emerald City Comic Con. It's just going to be me and Evan, but uh, I think we're going to get some BatFanatic t-shirts made. You guys want some shirts? We can put up a link for some shirts. I think we should do that really soon. Maybe that'll help us pay for our little road trip up to Seattle. Next time, we're coming back with an animated classic. All right? If you know, you know. Stay tuned. 